Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey there, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Guess what? This is our 50th episode, five zero. Can you believe it? This little podcast is only three and a half months old and we are now 50 episodes in. And that's when you add up the regular episodes and the Q&A episodes. This is our 50th, which just blows my mind. Thank you so much for tuning in, for providing your feedback. And even to those of you who email me your criticisms, I love you too. You know I do because I respond graciously and say thank you for hating on my free podcast. Anyways, gratitude. Back to that. So I kind of hemmed and hawed about what to do for the 50th episode because it feels kind of monumental to me. This is my baby, and not just the number 50, but really more the hundreds of you who have reached out to say help or thank you, or I don't know what to do next. And I thought about, you know, giveaways or silly marketing stuff, and then I quickly came back to my purpose. And my purpose is helping you serving you, genuinely serving you. I do this for free because I want you to transform. I want to help you transform. And that's not always about weight loss. Some of you need help transforming your relationship with food or your relationship with yourself. Some of you, yeah, need to lose weight and some just need to get healthy. And that's why I'm here. That's the only reason I'm here. So this is what I'm thinking. I want to do a special and totally free challenge for the month of May. I'm thinking something along the lines of one a day to transform in May. One commitment every single day for the entire month of May so that you can jumpstart your journey to your healthier body, your healthier mind, or just simply fat loss. And I say simply as if like fat loss is simple because it's not. But so that's how I want to celebrate our 50th episode together with transformation. And this episode is airing on Tuesday, April 21st, but you can get in on the fun anytime before May 31st. So what you need to do to kind of learn more about what I'm thinking and this one a day to transform in May challenge, just head over to primalpotential.com and get on my VIP email list. If you aren't on it already, there is a sign up form on the homepage, and that's how I'll keep you posted about the details of our 31-day transformation challenge in May. I'm really, really excited. I'm going to do it along with you. 
And if you want to keep the celebration going because you love me and you're not a hater, take a minute to leave a rating and review of this podcast in iTunes. That would really mean a lot to me. And I'm just excited. Obviously, you can tell. Um, But enough chit chat. Let's dive into today's topic. And what I want to do today is review the most common mistakes people make when trying to lose weight or burn fat or even just get healthy. This is where a lot of people find themselves when they hit a plateau or they feel like nothing they're doing is working. The common challenges that people are up against when they feel like their metabolism is broken. And I get emails from so many of you who feel like you're doing everything right, but you're not seeing results. Well, if you're not seeing results, you're not doing everything right for your body, right? Or people will say, I do well all day and I blow it all night or I go a few days on and then a few days off. And many people will end up going through with my fat loss lifestyle analysis and consultation. And when I see their tracking document, I can see that they fall into one of these five categories that we're going to talk about today. And when we make the switch, they start getting results again. And that is what we're after. We are after results. So the first and most common mistake that I see people making, and this relates to uh, one of my last episodes on overfeeding and intermittent fasting, but eating too much or too often, even of the good stuff. And I want to say too, I've been stuck in all of these, every single one of them. I think that's why I identify them so easily because I kept a detailed tracking document for my entire weight loss journey. And so it's so easy for me to go back and look at the times when I wasn't getting results and I can see all of these trends in there. So this eating too much or too often, even of the good stuff, I was stuck there for a long time. And I've talked about it on the podcast and on my blog. And if you go back through my Instagram feed, you can see where I showed pictures of myself drinking a protein shake out of a huge flower vase that was bigger than my head or having multiple fish fillets at one meal. And in some cases, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're doing that and you're not getting results, that's the problem. And I want to emphasize that point. If you are getting results and you feel great, don't change anything, right? Don't change anything. Because when it comes to how much we eat and how often we eat, there's lots of factors. What we're eating throughout the day, like one meal might be totally huge, but it's relative to your two smaller meals. Or maybe your meals are really huge because you're particularly active and that's fine. But if it's not working for you, it's not working for you. I don't want some of the more literal folks out there to be like, okay, noted, two fish fillets are bad. Protein shakes shouldn't be the size of your head. And maybe, maybe that one's true, but it's all relative, okay? And I used to feel like, well, all I eat is whole foods and I keep it really clean. Something's wrong with my body because I'm not losing weight. Well, Elizabeth, maybe it's the two cups of trail mix or the 150 grams of protein per day, or the fact that if you think one cup of Bulletproof coffee is good, then three must be better and you're having it alongside an omelet with bacon. Or maybe you're eating bananas and almond butter every hour on the hour. No matter what food we're talking about, there is such thing as too much and too often. And when you're trying to evaluate, well, how do I know? If you're a regular listener to the podcast, then my answer probably isn't going to surprise you. And it is, are you getting results? 
Are you making progress? If you're eating every two hours and you're burning fat and you're feeling good, keep doing what you're doing. When I aired the intermittent fasting and overfeeding episode, I had so many people email me, well, you know, this is how often I'm eating and this is how much I'm eating. Is this okay? And my response to every single one of you is, I don't know, is it? Are you getting results? Because everybody's body is different. It's based on your metabolic rate. It's based on your activity level. It's based on what you're eating, right? You might have tiny little meals every few hours or you might have big meals spread out more. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is it working? Okay, so I know that many of you are wondering, how do you know? Look at your results. Either you're making progress and you feel great, or you're not making progress and you feel great, or you're, you know, not making progress and you don't feel great or you do. It's all about what is working for you. And you might be eating the wrong things. You might be eating too much. You might be eating too often, or it might be a combination of those factors. The bottom line is this, so many of us feel like we're in a safe zone because we're eating clean after all. But if you're not getting results, it's not working. Clean doesn't mean free for all, okay? Clean doesn't mean that there's no quantity limit. And you know, some diets have really perpetuated this problem, like Weight Watchers, for example, saying that certain foods are free and you can eat them in unlimited quantities. Well, if you're not getting results, it's not working, right? So some people might find that really they can eat a lot more when they're keeping it clean, but for other people, you can't. So you really have to tap into your results and get honest with, is it working? Don't just say, well, I'm doing everything right. You're not doing everything right if it's not working. Does that make sense? All right, let's move on to the second thing, and that is over-restricting over-restricting. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but it absolutely falls into these five common weight loss mistakes. And this is one I see with people who feel like they're doing really well in the first part of the day and blow it at night or do great during the week and then blow it on the weekend. You might be over-restricting. And this is a symptom of that all-or-nothing mindset that we talked about uh, in the episode a couple weeks ago with Carrie Manti. And I've been there. I lived that way. I would wake up and think, today's the day. Today is the day I'm going to eat perfectly. I'm going to do my eggs and veggies at breakfast and my big salad at lunch. No sneaking, no cheating, no exceptions. Today's the day. Then it would be 5 p.m., I'd be exhausted, diving headfirst into ice cream or cookies or chips and saying, let's do pizza for dinner because I'm going to start again tomorrow. And then I would talk myself into it saying that tomorrow was really the day and I'd be extra strict to compensate for my nutritional sins, right? I'm a, a reformed Catholic girl, so we're really good at repenting when we've done something wrong. And that was my mindset. But I think we all can agree that it doesn't work. And we just think back and say, how many times have we thought that way? And are we where we want to be? If we've thought that way routinely and we aren't where we want to be, then that way of thinking, that way of approaching things doesn't work. When we over-restrict, we exhaust our willpower. And I've done entire podcast episodes on this concept that willpower is an exhaustible resource. This all or nothing approach to food creates a situation where we end up overdoing it. So if you can look and honestly find yourself in a place of constantly overdoing it at night or on the weekends, ask yourself, is your approach sustainable? 
I would say that the fact that you keep overdoing it tells me that whatever you're doing on your quote unquote on days is not sustainable. Because truly, if you are eating in a sustainable way, then you shouldn't feel like going off the rails because you should be truly satisfied with the foods that you're eating. The thing I love most, genuinely, the thing I love most about my weekly calls with my one-on-one clients is being able to point out that their amazing weight loss progress and the inches that they've lost happened while they were enjoying pizza and wine and ice cream and chocolate and beer and pasta and all of their favorite things on occasion. Don't tell yourself that your favorite things are off limits because they're not. Don't tell yourself if you're a pasta lover that you can never have pasta again, so you better eat all the pasta tonight because then you go into diet mode. Identify your favorite things and work them in strategically. And this is going to look different for everybody. If your thing is pasta, for example, then plan to really, really mindfully enjoy your favorite pasta, not, you know, elbow macaroni just because, but really make it worth it. And maybe you do that one night each week. And then during the week, find other ways that kind of mimic whatever you love most. Maybe you do meatballs with marinara. Maybe you put it over spaghetti squash or shiitake noodles once or twice a week. Or maybe you buy a spiralizer. You can get them for like 20 bucks on Amazon. And you do zucchini noodles or sweet potato noodles. Is it the same thing? No. But if you work in the real thing occasionally, right, and you know that it's not off limits, and then you create some other things that are more mimics, right? More healthy ways to enjoy whatever your favorite thing is. If your thing is ice cream, like me, work in ice cream. And instead of maybe bringing a pint home and expecting yourself to not eat the whole pint, maybe you tell yourself you're going to go out for a cup of ice cream once or twice a week. Most of my coaching clients build in a strategic indulgence every single day. And on other days, maybe you do an avocado mousse or a paleo version of ice cream, and you begin to practice portion control with those things. The bottom line, though, on this one is avoid over restriction. Food is good and we should enjoy it. And if you find yourself regularly going on a bender, that is a sign that you need to change something, that your approach is not sustainable. The third common weight loss mistake is exercising too much. As with all things. There's no magic number here. There is no magic number of workouts per week or types of workouts. But ask yourself this, is it working? Are you getting results? There was a time in my fat loss journey, a long stretch of time actually, where I was working out twice a day and not getting results. Unfortunately, I'm such a brainiac that it took me months to realize that my workout plan wasn't working. You have to step back and say, am I getting results? If you're getting results, then don't panic about working out too much, right? If you are making progress and you feel good, your hormonal biofeedback is balanced, don't change anything. But if you're busting your butt and you feel like your food choices are on point, consider scaling back the workouts. And here's why. We've talked about this before. There are hormonal implications to working out, and working out is all about your hormones. It is the signals from our hormones that tell our body whether to be in fat burning mode or fat storing mode, and certain types of exercise and also certain quantities or volume of exercise 
triggers a negative hormonal response that can upregulate our hunger and upregulate our cravings, impair our ability to sleep. And so, yeah, we're working out more, but we're compensating by eating more, right? So sometimes when we do less, we dial back the hunger, we dial back the cravings, we have more energy, our food choices are more on point, and we can see more results even though we're actually doing less. The fourth thing that I want to talk about is making excuses. This is something that is so common and it's a very sensitive subject because nobody wants to be told that they're making excuses, right? We go into defense mode and we start to justify and I get it. And I I just recently wrote a blog post all about this and that's how I know that it's such a sensitive topic and I... I have no problem with the tough love, but I always want you to know that it's coming from a place of really understanding how it feels to fall into these traps, but also how liberating it is to kind of get out on the other side. One of the most challenging days of my life was the day that I realized I was in my own way, right? I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to take control over my relationship with food. I wanted more than anything to feel confident and sexy and desirable, but I hadn't done it, right? I was obsessing over it. I was crying over it. I had spent so much time planning and preparing and even taking action, but I wasn't successful, okay? I wasn't successful because it was my fault. It wasn't about my metabolism. It wasn't about my upbringing. It wasn't about temptation or working too much or being too stressed or anything else that I got really kind of used to blaming. It was about me because no one was force feeding me Hostess cupcakes and Ben and Jerry's. Nobody was holding a gun to my head and telling me to give up on eating clean and go back to routinely overindulging. I was giving up on me. I wasn't being consistent. I wasn't making it a priority. Nobody forced me to value my job more than I valued my own health. And I did that all on my own. I was in a very habitual place of making excuses for myself. And those excuses held me back. I was too tired. I was too stressed. I was too overworked. But Nobody was making my food choices. I was. I was making food choices whether I was tired or stressed or overworked. And I became obese because of my choices. I was obese because I chose to be. And I I cringe even saying that because I didn't want to be. But my choices got me to that place because no one ever forced food down my throat. Everything I put in my mouth, I chose to put in my mouth and I could have made a different choice. I chose McDonald's. I chose ice cream. I chose to keep quitting and giving up. And I chose to lie to myself every single time I said I'll start tomorrow and then didn't. And that was hard. Even now, being on the other side of it, it's still hard. Like my ego kind of goes, Oh, that hurts. And so I get it if that's your reaction right now and you're going into defense mode. I get it. But as hard as it was for me to accept that reality, the flip side was really, really empowering. Nobody could stop me. I was 100% in control and I was the only person 
who had to be on board with me reaching my goals. I had to make the choices of what to put in my mouth, no matter what anybody else around me did. No matter how much I worked, no matter how tired I was, no matter how frustrated I was, I ultimately had all the power because no one was going to put food in my mouth other than me. So I had the power. I could create it. Yeah, I was the only one in my way, but I was the only one who had to be on board if I wanted to succeed. Powerful. 100% ownership. Full potential. Completely unstoppable if I chose to be. I love the Jim Rohn quote that says, you must take personal responsibility. You cannot change your circumstances, but you can change yourself. So I, I say this with sensitivity because I know the natural ego response, but are you where you want to be? When you look in the mirror, is what you see what you want to see? Do you look how you want to look? Are you as energetic as you want to be? Are you as confident if you want to be? If not, who are you blaming? Make a list of the common excuses. Whether you believe them or not, just make a list, right? It's, it's your kids, it's your schedule, it's your job, it's expensive, it's whatever. There are external factors, but none of them put food in our mouths. We do that ourselves. And our results or our lack of results are totally 100% on us. And I know that sounds harsh, but it is also incredibly powerful. If you have not read the book, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield, you really, really should. And one point that he makes that I love is this. You have control over only three things in your life. The thoughts you think, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. And you know what? Those are the only things you will ever need to reach your goals. The thoughts you think and control over those, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. Whether you need to lose 20 pounds, 120 pounds, whether you just want to do 10 push-ups or keep up with your kids or run a marathon, all you need is control over the thoughts you think, the images you visualize, and the actions you take. So I get that's hard to hear. It's hard to say. It's hard for me to admit, but it doesn't make it untrue. So no more excuses. Own it. You take full responsibility. It's not your job. It's not your kids. It's not your spouse. It's not anything. It's just you. So the last point that I want to talk about, one the last of the five common weight loss mistakes that I most often see is confusing healthy eating for fat loss eating. There is a difference here, okay? Just because you buy gluten-free cookies instead of Oreos or you eat coconut ice cream instead of Ben and Jerry's doesn't mean you're eating for fat loss. Eating granola and putting beans on your big salad doesn't necessarily mean weight loss. Now, is that to say that you can't burn fat while eating beans or granola or coconut ice cream? No, but let's get back to where we started. Look at your results. Are you where you want to be? Are you making progress? Are you making progress at the rate you want to make progress? And this is a common area where people go down the wrong path. Ask yourself this, who says it's healthy? The label? They paid for that. 
right? That's that's not an indication of what's healthy. That's an indication of politics and money, all right? If it's healthy, why aren't you reaching your goals? If that were true, why aren't you reaching your goals, right? Gluten-free junk food is still junk food. Sugar-free junk food is still junk food. Fat-free junk food is still junk food. And really, even if you shop around the perimeter of the grocery store, if you aren't seeing results, something has to change. And we often, myself included, fall into this ego defense mode of staunchly defending whatever we're doing. I eat really clean. I really don't actually eat that much. I, I hardly eat at all. I'm super active, right? I, I work out all the time, but I'm not getting results. Okay, time to change the plan. If it's not working, it's not working. If it's not working, you're wasting time and energy. So no matter how much you believe in the principles behind what you're doing, if it's not working, it's not working, right? And I again, this comes from a place of not me being, you know, thin and fit and healthy my whole life and sitting here telling you what to do. This comes from me struggling upside down, inside out, backwards with these same things. And that's what allows me to so easily identify them now. Like, oh yeah, I did that. Because I can go back on years of journals that I have and be like, yeah, I was stuck for two months and oh, this is why. It's so obvious to me now. So don't confuse healthy eating for fat loss eating. I get it if you think, I'm doing everything right, I've read all the books, I've read all the blogs, I eat really clean, I move all the time. Well, if it's not working, it's not working. If it's not working, something needs to change. So maybe stop investing your energy in defending what you're doing and agree to just switch things up and try something new. So again, I wanted to take a few minutes and review the most common things that I see that are holding people back. And the first one we talked about was eating too much or too often, even of the good stuff, right? Just because it is a whole food doesn't mean we can eat it incessantly. If we're not getting results, something's not right. The second being over-restricting, setting ourselves up to overindulge later. We need to find a way to really enjoy food and enjoy our favorite things and let go of this notion that anything is off limits because it's not. The third being exercising too much. Oftentimes, this actually makes us eat more, be more hungry, have more trouble getting satisfied, experience more cravings. So if you feel like you're crushing it in the gym, but you're not making progress, consider reevaluating that. The fourth one we talked about is making excuses. You have the power. No one is force feeding you, and you have to make food choices no matter who's in your life, who's supportive, who's not, how much you work, no one is force feeding you. And then lastly, confusing healthy eating for fat loss eating. We have to make food choices, and I've done podcast episodes up the wazoo uh, on this, the difference between healthy eating and fat loss eating. Just because something says that it's healthy or it has a sugar-free label or a gluten-free label does not mean that it is healthy. And even if it is quote-unquote healthy, it doesn't mean it sets your body up to get in the hormonal state needed for fat loss. Boils down to, are you getting results? If you're not, 
Let go of the stubbornness. Let go of the defensiveness. Let go of staunchly defending your way and acknowledge it's not working, so I need to change something. And then to get back to kind of where we started, which is a place of gratitude because this is our 50th episode and I am just humbled and honored and up getting emotional right now even saying this because this journey has brought me some of the greatest pain in my life, feeling stuck and trapped in a body that I hated and wanted to change so bad. And I was going about it all the wrong way. I was restricting and I was dieting and I was trying all these short-term strategies and always searching for the next diet and never building sustainable fat loss habits and a healthy relationship with food. And so it is just such a gift for me. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I wish, I, sometimes I wish this were video so you could just see my face and see, you know, get how this is my heart, that I can help any one of you, right? Haters aside, God bless them. If I can help any one of you find more balance, whether you lose weight or not, but just get to a more balanced place where you are not food obsessed all the time, where you're not judging yourself for everything you put in your mouth or every workout that you miss or whatever else, I wanna help you transform your relationship with food, and with that often comes the body. So I am really excited to do this free challenge for the entire month of May, one a day to transform in May. I'm putting the ideas together now, but head over to primalpotential.com, get on my VIP email list so that you can get the details about this free challenge coming your way for the entire month of May. I'm just all about the rhymes today, which is great because I'd rather be rhyming than crying. Did that just rhyme? Oh my gosh, that was totally not intentional. Anyway, um, 50th episode, I'm completely overwhelmed with emotion and completely blown away by your support and encouragement. And I hope you'll get on the email list so we can go through this challenge together in the month of May and really transform your body, transform your mind, get to a healthier, more balanced place with food. I love every single one of you from the bottom of my heart. This is what I was meant to do with my life and you're here with me along for the ride. I'm so, 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 so grateful. So until episode 51, stay healthy. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save